Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today we are covering The Dark, which was requested by Keith. So thank you again, Keith, for the request. And uh, this movie came out in 2018. But before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. Though, before we talk about tea, we do have to let everyone know there is a trigger warning. for a big, 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 heavy trigger warning. (laughs) Yeah, big trigger warning for (laughs) child sexual and physical abuse and alcoholism. Specifically, Mm -hmm. alcoholic parents. Yes. So, yeah. So today, <laughs> for tea, <laughs> on a happier note. This is a heavy movie, guys. Yeah, it's a heavy movie, so be prepared for that. I am drinking the Plum Deluxe Portland Rose City Chai. It's got black tea, rubose tea, Oregon rose petals, cardamom, ginger, cinnamon, lemongrass, blackberry, and almond essence. And I am drinking Bigelow's Mint Medley Herbal Tea again. (laughs) And this one has peppermint leaves, spearmint leaves, rose hips, lemon peel, and hibiscus. And as always, thank you so much to Plum Deluxe for allowing us to continue to do what we love. And for our tea sippers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. Maybe brew some chamomile or, or lavender tea while listening to this one. Yeah, you might need it for this one. Yeah. But uh, credit to IMDb for the summary. An undead teenage girl befriends a blind boy that she meets in a forest she haunts in Hudson. Both have been victims of unimaginable abuse and each finds solace in the other. There may be a chance of light at the end of their tunnel, but it will come with a body count. So I would rate it like a 7.25. Like, it is one of those movies that I might watch again, but it's definitely not going to be my first pick. And the main reason is it is a very rough, very dark movie. Because it's like both of these characters have gone through, like, both of them have gone through sexual and physical abuse. And it's just, it's a very heavy movie. But I do, I have to say... I like the fact that it's a horror movie, but in a very different sense where like, yeah, one of the characters is undead, but the fact that she kills people isn't like a huge part of the movie. It's more them like finding connections with each other. Um, So it's kind of, it's just one of those horror movies where, It doesn't really feel like a horror movie, but it does have the horror movie elements. I think it's it was very appropriate for them to make Mina undead and like disfigured and make Alex disfigured as well, because in a lot of ways I feel like it was supposed to be symbolic of the abuse that I mean it's not only a literal representation, but it's also a symbolic representation of whenever someone goes through such a traumatic experience, 
there are scars that stay with them for the rest of their life. And it's like, yeah, you know, some people are able to heal those wounds more than others, especially therapy helps, medication sometimes helps, you know, things like that. But it's like, in general, I think it was very appropriate choice for them to make where even though they also kind of verbally shared what was going on with them, the fact that there's also physical representations of the burden that these two children were carrying or teenagers were carrying was very appropriate. I also really like the fact, like the ending, how Mina like is able to heal. And I was, I was trying to, it happened so suddenly and I, I ended up rewatching the, those scenes to try and figure out like what happened. Cause all I saw was like she was looking at the drawings that she did and then she did a drawing of Alex but I'm just laughing because to me I saw the signs of her changing all throughout the movie but I know you're the least observant person no (laughs) (laughs) so it it. wasn't sudden I promise okay (laughs) oops well, okay, well, pulling it, okay, with that new context of information, <laughs> it just shows that, like, but that that does make a lot more sense, because, like, you know, if you find solace with someone that has gone through a very similar experience, you know, not only that having that connection, but also having a friendship that she hadn't really had before, that can be very healing in and of itself. But yeah, I, it's like, I'm kind of conflicted on how I feel about the end, the way that they just kind of like separated them so quickly. Yeah. It's like on the one hand, I feel like they should have like allowed them to continue to be together and like me to be healed. And they, they just like, are able to live their lives together in a more like fulfilling way. But at the same time, I I feel like it's one of those things where you don't necessarily have to keep a friendship that's, that helped heal you, you know, to continue to live your life in a well, what am I trying to say? Even not having that relationship anymore, you can still carry the positive sides of that relationship into the next stage of your life or, or whatever. So that's how I kind of thought of it. But yeah, so this is a very symbolic movie. Extremely. Uh, It's like, if you, if you just like watch it like surface level as it is, it's, it's definitely a movie that's harder to enjoy, but understanding the symbolism, which to be fair, they kind of beat you over the head with it. It's kind of hard not to <laughs> interpret that there's some like level of symbolism there. I mean, it's like you can appreciate it. But like I said, it, it, it's a movie I might watch again in the future. But I have to be in a very, very specific mood because it, it's dark. It's it's a heavy movie. It's rough. Yeah, very yeah. heavy. So this this is a very, very artful film with a ton of meat to it Mm -hmm. and it actually took me a couple of watches to to really get the depth that i feel like they were trying to portray from it and even now there's 
I'm sure there's still layers that I missed. <laughs> so that being said, it's definitely not going to be one that I'm going to grab often. <laughs> it's a very heavy movie. Like, the title is apt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. I give it a 5.75. It is a good movie, but it's not quite my cup of tea. <laughs> I know. I tend to be the ones that enjoy the more artful films. Yes. <laughs> and, I mean, again, it is a good movie, but it's it brought out all the maternal protectants. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, I do love the... The fact that they started and ended the movie very, very similarly. They have you coming in literally on a road, and they have you exit on that same road. Oh. You didn't notice that either, did you? <laughs> well, like, <laughs> I mean, it's like, to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, he came in on a road at the beginning. But it's like, now that you've said it in words, I'm like, oh, it's like the symbolic, like. Yeah healing journey of like going through yes yeah i like that he came in with the bad and she left on a more positive hopeful note mm -hmm. like she left the place she was stuck in yeah um he left in an ambulance but <laughs> yeah um, and i did my go ahead oh kind of adding to uh, what you're saying um mm -hmm. I, I did find uh, it very heavily symbolic of her like being stuck in the place that that caused her so much hurt and pain, and then finally finding the the strength or the or what she found the closure that she needed to be able to leave the place. Yes. Yeah. So just kind of adding on to that. Yes. I do really like the progression of seeing her transformation, even if Alyssa didn't notice it. <laughs> <laughs> From, you know, basically blood-covered ghoul. That was also stuck. She was stuck in that state until she started to leave that place with Alex and started to heal. I feel like such an idiot. I'm like, oh, she just got cleaned up. <laughs> God. No. Started, Alyssa. <laughs> Why yeah, am I like no, this? <laughs> like her nails initially, her nails were long and black, like yes. mm -hmm. she was covered in blood. She had all of the scars from when the guy had yeah. bashed her over the head repeatedly with a snow globe, and her eyes were different as well. Like she looked really grimy and dirty and unclean and all which i'm sure is also how she felt at the time mm -hmm. that's unfortunately a very common thing um she couldn't eat normally she was it was very much a representation of how stuck she was in that situation yeah. or that memory rather with that trauma and how she lashed out at everyone regardless of who they were even if they were there to help yeah like in the beginning there's a point where he's she like attacks him and he's like it's alex mm -hmm. it's alex like trying to well and that's fairly normal too that's part of her ptsd she was having a nightmare and he was trying to bring her out of it yeah. and she was still in that mental mindset of i need to protect myself yeah and when she finally came fully back into 
the present and realized that it was him she let go and she said sorry. <laughs> then they start to bond a little bit by him admitting that he has nightmares too. Yeah. So they're able to start talking about it and that really helps her start to to move past it. And he actually mentions at that point that her hands were no longer freezing cold mm. when she had grabbed him. Because that was one of the first things that yeah. he had mentioned about her was that he had never felt hands that cold. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> there's little progressions here and there. <laughs> And they can, some of them are more subtle than others, mm -hmm. <laughs> admittedly. But there is a progression throughout the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, and you just missed it entirely. Yep. Dang it. <laughs> you, just saw, you just saw the overall, here's the end result. Like, she couldn't keep normal food down. Yeah. And she kept trying. And then at the end, she could have the, the end. Yeah. When she was finally in a place to move on, she was finally able to take in good food. I call it good food. It's quote unquote. I mean, it's cereal, sugary cereal. But Off -brand it's a lot loops. better than, well, it's a lot better than, you know, fresh human hearts. So relatively speaking. So I do love that they showed that progression there. I feel like though there wasn't, really closure per se not full closure with alex yes that felt very unfinished to me i know it's like you don't know it with like with his parents like what gonna happen with that like yeah it definitely she had just finished telling him i will make sure that no one ever hurts you again yeah that they'll stay together and then she's hiding in the trees and He's being carted off, screaming her name, which was absolutely heartbreaking to hear, mm -hmm. and taken away in an ambulance by the EMTs. Yeah. Yeah. And he was fairly injured. So we don't even know if he survived that crash. Yeah. To be honest. So that portion felt extremely unfinished to me. I appreciate what they were doing but I don't necessarily like that there wasn't really any closure of the a-hole pedo boyfriend of the alcoholic mom getting ripped to shreds. Mm. We didn't get that scene. They didn't yeah. show anything happening to him, which yeah. unfortunately happens a lot. Not, you know, the fact that they weren't ripped to shreds, but the fact that there's no closure there, like nothing happened. Yeah. There was no justice. Well, Basically. I did find it really interesting that she ended up killing her mom because it it's like I, I feel like in those situations we don't really think about like in, in this specific situation where mm -hmm. it's the 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 mother and then the boyfriend we don't really talk about the person that's not doing the abuse. It's like they are still just as responsible. Because they're allowing it to happen. They're not yeah. protecting the child. So I thought that that was really apt of them to do to show the daughter, like, killing the, the mother. Yes. To show that she was just she at, at fault. Her. Yeah. Yes. And that's not always the situation. Sometimes they genuinely don't know it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. But in this situation, like, it was fairly obvious what was going on 
And she had promised the daughter that she would not let the boyfriend over anymore. Like he would not be in their lives. And then to see him in their house. Yeah. And to have that heartbreaking, just stomach dropping moment and her running to the bedroom, slamming and locking the door, trying to do everything she can to keep him out. Yeah. And for him to get in anyway and do that. It's just absolutely awful. So I also feel like she, the mom might have been okay, possibly, if she had taken the daughter's side afterwards when the daughter returned. Mm -hmm. Because when she walks in, I feel like there was some hesitation. But then she heard her mom say, he's my boyfriend, like I believe him kind of thing. I'm listening to him. Yeah. She's not blaming him. She's not thinking that it's his fault, that he's the reason why she's missing or anything like that. So to hear her mom say that, it just makes everything that much more painful and breaks what little trust she might have had left. Yeah. Yeah. So she lashes out at everyone, including a police officer who was there to help. I mean, he was there to initially help Alex, of course, but I mean, the officer walks in, sees a kid and she's in a poor state and he knows that there's a really bad guy who's hurt one other kid at least. He doesn't know where he is, but he knows he's got to be nearby. So he's in the mindset of, I need to help. And she lashes out and kills him. Yeah. Which, I mean... With stories of abuse, though, of, like, caretakers or whatever trying to help kids, like, what, either if the kids are moved to, like, foster care or whatever have you, is that you do hear stories of, like, kids lashing out at the people that are trying to help them. Absolutely. So it, may, it, it does fit that scenario for sure. It does. It does. And I love that they put that in there. Is It's a little rough. <laughs> But it's it's nice to see that portrayed in that way. If they're going to make it a horror movie, at least they were able to use those horror elements for that specific reason yeah. and to show those things. So I like the progression there, but it's it is a rough movie. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest, while they do help each other start to heal, it is still a rather unhealthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Alex turns into a murderer for her. Like he enables her killing and condones it when they're the the two adults and the teen that find him earlier in the movie when she's trying to get him a phone. Mm-hmm. And then they find a house and break in. Yeah. And then he kills the the older lady. Yeah. That had the shotgun pointed at her. Well, and then adding on to the relationship not being that healthy, I also got the sense that at least Alex in particular was very codependent. Yes. And like like beyond the fact that he was couldn't see. Uh which speaking of not being able to see my camera (laughs) freaking focus. (laughs) Every time I swear you need to just change out the camera for the next one. Oh it I don't know if it'd be worth the the effort, but Anyways, uh. yeah. so it is a rather unhealthy relationship. It is nice that they were able to bond and able to help each other start to heal, but it might be for the best 
that they were separated when they were, but it just, it still made the movie feel very unfinished the way they were separated and the mm. way they ended it almost immediately after. So, but that's what I got for entertainment. Okay. Well, so for realism, I, I'm purely really focusing more on the symbolic aspects. And um, I mean, there, there's some more like literal things I'll be analyzing, but just just so that way it helps explain my rating. So for realism, I would personally give this a six just because the, the reactions and the effects uh overall were pretty realistic like uh yosef running away and then stepping on the nail like all of the the injuries throughout the movie seem very like realistic like they don't over exaggerate them like you know with the, the axe uh whenever she hits yosef in the head like they could have done like a whole thing where the like you know either it looks like his head like imploded or or his head split out they could have totally like gone crazy with yeah. it but no they actually kept the effects pretty realistic which is really interesting with especially since they're being like a zombie in the movie <laughs> but like the more the aspects of the abuse like alex kind of blaming himself saying that he didn't know the rules yet and he has to follow the rules which was heartbreaking to hear yeah, and like the whole thing with like the invisibility blanket. I know, I know. And then uh it's a hug. And then the situation with uh Mina and the 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 background story that they kind of like reveal with her. And then beyond what they went through the healing journey of the give and take of their relationship and how they they each handle the abuse a different way yeah like overall like very realistic i mean kind of obvious because it's it's supposed to be symbolic of uh child abuse and stuff but yeah just a, a very very rough movie but yeah the all the subtle things that they like her not being able to eat normal food and then being able to finally eat normal food and and being stuck at the house and then being able to move on they add yeah it's like as far as realism goes like there's a whole list of ways that it it matches that situation unfortunately very yeah yep so that's all i got i give it a four some of the aspects kind of bugged me a bit about her because I feel like they could have kept it artful and could have kept the horror elements, but still have her age a little bit mm. because her age didn't change and it had been years. I kind of I know she was supposed to be, dead, but yeah. still, I, I feel like they still could have made it to where she wasn't fully dead. She was surviving. And she was basically feral at that point, and it still would have portrayed the same thing. Honestly, the thing that the the one thing that I feel like was a little odd was the fact that even though she like healed, the fact that they kept her undead. Like I would think that she at that point in time when she had healed, she would have just died peacefully, you know? Yeah. So and yeah, that that's dead is is dead. Like. Yep. 
her coming back to life basically is a big metaphor and it worked in the movie but at the same time i feel like they again could have had her like just nearly dead with the boyfriend and she was just surviving and she just learned how to live as a normal person again after that Mm. um they could have shortened some of the time between the two incidents that way she wouldn't have had to have aged that much more and it would have been basically the same movie yeah but would have made a bit more sense (laughs) the effects were pretty decent and i appreciate it for sure i feel like there would have been more in investigations and things into that house though if she's killing people in that area yeah where people go missing and they end up finding parts of bodies yeah for real i mean <laughs> pretty sure they're going to be sending people out there looking and either it's going to be a bloodbath or they're going to find her and it's going to be over <laughs> So that didn't make much sense. Yeah, it's like I feel like they're trying to make it seem like an urban legend type of thing, but yeah. the fact that like they're actually finding physical evidence, yeah, they they definitely would have gone a little bit deeper. A little bit. A little bit. And granted there's lots of places to hide in the woods and you can still even evade dogs and things in heavily wooded areas. But for her to evade that long and have presumably that high a kill count because it's been years and she eats basically anyone that comes onto the property. Yeah. Just saying. (laughs) It just wasn't too realistic there. The couple that finds the two kids, or rather Alex, at the end, the ones that get in the wreck, they didn't find the mom that he stabbed. Oh, or make a deal about that or anything because he was the only one that they found on the property he didn't find or they didn't find Mina mm-hmm. even though he was screaming for her yeah they had no idea how the mom died that's very true that's very true oh yeah <laughs> I also feel like with if they had kept her aging properly and just basically turn her feral the the wounds on her face could have been closed up and just look really gnarly, but mostly because she's not caring for herself. Mm-hmm. And those scars, like really gnarly scars, could have started fading because she could have been washing a bit more and taking a bit more care of herself as she was caring for Alex. And it still would have done the same thing there as well. Also, Alex's injury in and of itself just seems unrealistic. Yeah, like especially when he's like, oh, maybe they can allow me to see again. I'm like, I'm sorry, if they if he burned your eyes closed, your eyeballs are Yeah. 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 The fact that he survived that with presumably no meds makes no sense. But also just those injuries in and of themselves, they would have been infected and like I I don't know. It just the whole thing with his eyes seems really off to me. Well, I mean, like, even though an infection is possible, it's not like a guarantee. Yeah. And it did look pretty clean. So it kind of makes me wonder if he had done that to other kids before. And maybe he 
perfected his technique or something, uh, which is kind of disturbing to think about. Yeah, I don't know. It just it just seemed off to me. So I counted off for it just because something wasn't sitting right. I I want a medical professional to comment <laughs> on it and explain to us how that would be possible. Yeah, like the infection, I'm kind of like, eh, I could see it going either way. But yeah, the fact that he... Well, even without the infection, like, the fact could that see. it was burned closed completely yeah, with no other damage anywhere else and all, it just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it seems sus and i'm calling them on it so and i know that that was also supposed to be part of the metaphor was that you know when you when you can't see like that and you've been able to see your whole life until that point you feel lost and you're extremely dependent on others even if they're not good for you or the best leader for you he's trying to find his way around he's stumbling around and he he can't find his way. Like, there's no way for him to find his way without help. Which I do have to give props for the, the actor that played Alex. Like, being able to act with your yeah. eyes closed the entire time, that couldn't have been easy. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty hard. So, bravo. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, they both did a really good job in the roles. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I'm just saying the injury in and of itself. Yeah. Just seems sus. Gonna call it. <laughs> but that's what I got there. Yeah, it's like... It's over hard to rate these artful films. <laughs> yeah. Like, like overall, I-, I feel like it's a film worth watching, but you definitely have to be in a very healthy, good mindset because yes. it's a rough one. It's a rough one. <laughs> it's a very rough one. Yeah. But we very much appreciate Keith for requesting this movie. And it's like, I love taking requests because it does allow us to discover movies like these that we probably wouldn't have really uh, taken the time to be that interested to watch it otherwise. So or wouldn't have heard of. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for helping expand yes. our, our horizon. But Uh, Thank you so much for joining us today, and please comment on what you thought of the movie. If you'd like to recommend a movie, game, or tea, and keep up to date with our content, you can either comment below, or you can find our link tree listed below. And if you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, like, and share our content. We also have a Teespring and a PayPal donate button if you'd like to support us monetarily. And our Plum Deluxe affiliate link will be down below. It does not affect the price of the tea. It just allows us to continue to do what we love. You can find all of the sites mentioned linked below. But until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spooky. Bye. Bye.